This week on Bean Stuff, we begin to look at coffee processing, and we even touch a little bit on the dry process. We were saying that I don't know all the parts of the engine. I've been on the bad side of, 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 of smelling that person who decided to go natural. Processing coffee, what we're talking about is how coffee goes from being inside of a cherry to being a ready seed. I may have a whole lot of tape on that, and it's going to take much longer to get that off. Sit there and sit there. Do you think that it's a lesser method? If it works, then it's not broken, then go for it. But there's different ways to get those layers off. Welcome to Bean Stuff. Today, we are starting to talk about some processes. Oh, mate, it's not something you hear just you know, banter about processes in coffee. This could be similar to our botany series. We're talking about how we first thought botany would be excessively boring, mm -hmm. and we found that botany was less boring and more exciting than we expected. If you understand that seed, you start understanding the cup that you're drinking. And it's good that we've done botany, and you need to go back and look at that or listen to that if you need to, because that botany part is a, a, a crucial part to now the process and how they're going to take apart the, the cherry, the right. botany, and right. how they're going to bring flavor to our cup. Today, we're going to yeah. start looking at the dry or natural process. Oh, that's right. That, yes. Which, I mean, there's, yeah, there's, there's a lot more than just that, but that's the one we're going to focus on today, and we'll do the others in another episode. When you say the other, yeah, there's a lot of other processes, and they've all mm. got their own names, and technically, they've got names, and then there's tradition of what they've been called, and how many, we were trying to work out how many processes we could come up. I'm saying there's probably 10 plus, I don't know. You could, if you want to really make it simplistic, we could bring it down to two, perhaps three. So the dry process is also called the natural process. Out of the ones that we know of, um, it's one of the most basic processes mm -hmm. uh, to get to get to the actual bean itself. Basic doesn't necessarily mean inferior. Right, um, right. It can do, and there's, there's potential for that. We're going to look at that. But uh, it is a basic one because the most simple style, the most the limited amount of material and resource you have, this one can be done. And I think of it, so it's it's yeah, it's it's a basic process. It's simple, mm -hmm. not in a bad way necessarily, yeah. um, but it is also very natural, mm -hmm. and that could be a good thing or a bad thing. That's right. I think of it like uh, um, uh, th those who choose not to wear deodorant. Ooh, okay. He, uh, that could be that could be a choice. You know, maybe deodorant reacts a certain way, or maybe you just don't want to wear deodorant. And in some cases, that can turn out perfectly fine. Or in some cases, that can turn out really, really not so good for everybody else. That's, <laughs> I guess I feel like that's been my position experience. You've been the say. bad side of deodorant? No, no, no. <laughs> I've been on the bad side of, 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 of smelling that person who decided to go natural. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, you know, there are two sides to that coin. I think we'll get into some of that. But, it you know, it is a very natural process. And so that get, gives it some risks. And there's also some, some benefits to that as well. A deodorant, which can be good, and you can smell some really nice things. And if you don't, hopefully you're going to smell some really nice things too. Right. But whichever way you look at that, the the flavor, the eventual smell, and mm -hmm. coffee is going to be the flavor you're going to taste, uh, is so wrapped up in, in this whole 
fruit, this uh, of the coffee, it's it's so important to it that we don't tend to think of it. But if you don't think about it, if, you, if it's not thought about, you will have a bad cup of coffee in the morning or in the evening. The process that coffee is how it's processed has such an effect on the flavor. It's kind of like the engine in a car. Yes. So like if you have... It's almost like how is the engine made in the car? Mm-hmm. You know, did I make it in the in the garage by myself? Because mm-hmm. if that's the case, it's going to be a really bad car. Mm. But if you better, know, if, better than that, if I had done that, <laughs> probably fairly equal. But if BMW makes an engine, or Ford, or Chrysler, or Chevy, so wherever your loyalty lies, yeah. you know, it, that's going to be a much better engine than I can manufacture in mm-hmm. the garage by myself. Mm-hmm. And it's much like that with coffee. Like the process is so important mm-hmm. and vital to the final cup. Like, yes, there's the grower, there's the botany side, there's the, you know, how is it grown and all mm-hmm. that. But once that process is completed, mm-hmm. it's onto that next stage. And it's um, now it's, it's how is the coffee processed? How mm-hmm. is that, you know, and those, those, those all have a huge effect on the flavor mm-hmm. and these, all these different methods do as well. So with the natural process, it's, you know, it's one of those ways to, to make the engine. That's right. Um, we were saying that I don't know all the parts of an engine but you know the carburetor and the alternator if you don't have those fashioned and done correctly you're going to have a bad ride in your car as you're going to have a bad cup of coffee absolutely and for those who don't know that the process or processing coffee what we're talking about is how coffee goes from being inside of a cherry or the fruit to being a ready seed or what we think of as coffee, um, but ready to roast. So that green bean, that that seed that's, uh, that you can roast, Dad. I, I'm very fortunate to do that. And that is a, is that a misconception too out there that, you know, we talk mm. about the, the bean as if the beans miraculously come to the shop and there we have it. There's many things that have happened to get that bean there. But what I'm saying here mm. is the bean was wrapped up in a whole lot of layers and and it, it, the whole thing is called a seed a coffee cherry right and uh, that that bean we're talking about is actually the seed right in the middle of all this other layers of stuff i think of it like of the the pit of an apricot yep yep so it's kind of that the seed that, that oftentimes in a lot of fruits we end up throwing away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I, that's that's a good point. Whereas here in coffee, we're saying no, that's what we're after. We want that bit. Well, and it's interesting. When's the last time this has been? Not going to be as good of a question for you, but when's the last time you actually ate like the fruit of the coffee instead of the bean? Mm. You know, we use so much. I mean, we you, we both are using. We talked about that in an earlier episode a little bit as well. But it's it's a little bit interesting. But the dry process, the natural process, that we're going to use those terms intermittently. Those mm-hmm. are the same. Yeah. Um, but it's a very simple process. Essentially, once the beans are picked, and we'll definitely break this down, but they mm-hmm. are put and dried as a, a whole fruit. The whole thing is just you pick it off the tree and whoop, onto yeah. the ground or the raised bed and it's starting to dry. I think of it like if, if you were to bring an apricot home uh, to, to your house from the store mm-hmm. and you were to throw it on the back deck. Mm-hmm. in the sun in the middle of the summer and you just let it sit there and sit there and sit there to being a ready seed Ooh. and eventually <laughs> obviously it's going to dry up and there's going to be things we have to do to get the mm-hmm. seed out but that's kind of similar to mm-hmm. uh, as far as a simplistic view of of the dry process yeah yeah that's good this uh this is a pretty old method as far as I am aware yeah um I, you know I think you talked about thousands of years ago in Ethiopia and 
very much known there, Yemen, that, uh, that I mean, it's old, it's simple, but perhaps because they didn't have the technology or mm. the mechanics to, to do it any different sort of way. It's a basic, easier method. And you were saying it's also the most environmentally friendly method. Interesting. And I did say that, and because that's changing a little bit. Why it's the environmentally friendly way is because it's using not much water, if water at all. Right. And that's environmentally friendly. You're not it's also, just, there's not much mechanical, like there's not many much, there's, you know, there may be a machining in the hauling process or mm-hmm. later on, but there's initially, there's not a lot of machines not much, and everything. No. So it's, yeah, in that sense, it's very environmentally friendly uh we were saying you know we're going to get onto the wet process one day where it, that's getting better than it used to be i mean today in a lot of places it uses a lot of water right. and then where does that water go does it contaminate go back into the streams and the rivers mm-hmm. or does it get recycled but again through technology things have uh, what they've made available now the machines now make it a lot less mm-hmm. water used which is making that a little more environmentally friendly as well and it's interesting because I, I think of dry meth and I think of, you know, cost effective. It's very easy. It's mm-hmm. very simple. Um, and I think it gets sometimes labeled as a poor man's process. It does. And the, the, I understand there's reasons for that, too, because mm. sometimes it can go too far that way. Right. And actually, the product, the end product is not very nice because there's some really dangers and risks in doing it this easy way. Yeah. And because it's an easy way, it can easily go wrong as well. Do you think that it's a lesser method? Or lesser, you mean? As far as like inferior to other processes because it is so simple? Or does it have... All right. I, no, I guess, yeah. How does I it... think it's more an older method, uh, method rather than a lesser method. Yeah. It can be lesser if it's done wrongly. And I think in the last years, it's it started to realize, man, we can get flavors here in the cup that mm. people just really love. Do you find that? Do you find that like there are coffee producing countries that could go wet process or a different process that choose dry process? Or like even like coffee um, buyers that say, hey, we'd like to see this in a dry process because the, they're just curious what the flavor might bring out. Yeah. And that that is happening a lot these days, which is good, which is yeah. good for the industry that uh, realizing that we could do both and we could do both really well. Right. And now you've got the farmer has the option. Of, I could go wet or dry, I could go pulp, I could go natural. There's a whole lot of methods now they can you do to make it profitable for them to sell really, really good coffee. And I think that's an interesting point too, is it could be, you know, you can see it as this cost-effective way to process coffee, but it could also be seen as a different way to process coffee. So, you know, you could have an Ethiopian coffee processed, you know, a wet process or, or, or dry, and you might get two different flavors and you might prefer one to the other, yeah. but it's a way that we can, you know, pull out different flavors from the actual bean. And that's really helpful to the farmer again. I'm, I'm, I'm always into what's helpful to the farmer uh, in terms of climate and things like that. If it's a really wet season, they can change their method to make it a, a wet process mm. compared to if it's a really dry season, they could go the more natural way. We'll talk about that in a moment, why that's the case. Right, right. But and I, even at work now, we have I've had um, different types of Brazil coffees, pulp natural. I've had natural. We have a natural one right now, the Brazil Monte Carmelo. It's really nice natural yeah. coffee, but they do different things there. I say that because countries just in tradition and, and history, they've tended towards one or another a little more, and that's starting mm. to change. 
And but they found some. If it works, then if it's not broken, then go for it if and it do it broke, well. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's a yeah, yeah. So just to take kind of a step back from the specific process we're looking at, but just to take a step back and kind of look at processing as a whole, mm-hmm. what is the point of process? And this might sound like a silly question, but what would you say the point of processing is? The the point of processing a coffee uh, is is you're trying to bring out what's what the what the genetics have done, what's in that coffee? You're trying to 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 take all the things that have happened in the mm. bean as it's growing the botany again, and you're saying, okay, let's bring that and through these different processes, um, what will enhance, what will bring out the flavour that's right. already within this bean? What's going to make this just so good that you just want this coffee? Well, and I think that's a really good point because there, it's almost like it's almost like each step in the coffee process has the ability to dilute. Or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, contaminate the flavor of the bean. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the farmer does a really good job, but then processes it and, and doesn't do a good job. Mm-hmm. There's there's that there's that moment where he can ruin that or enhance it. Or it's almost like you, it's like you, you start with coffee. Obviously, mm-hmm. you start with a coffee tree. Yes. But... It, and it's the best it's ever going to be if you pick it ripe, if it's grown correctly. Yep. And every step along that process either keeps it as good as it can be or mm-hmm. brings it down in quality a little bit. Yeah. You know? And so it's there's there's so many tiers to that. Mm-hmm. And processing being a, a pretty large tier. It's a big tier. Yeah. Um, yeah. Has a pretty good ability to affect the flavor. It's, it's a sort of like a, a camouflage thing going on mm. that you can have a really good product, but you could camouflage it and you could make it less than what it really is right. by the process, by all the other things you just mentioned. And what you we're trying to do is trying to take that, 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 that layer off, that mm-hmm. mask off and saying, here it is and man, it's good. Right. And, and there's, there's delicacy to that process of Processing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say that word a lot. Processes. Processes. Oh, I Process I. <laughs> um, but it's kind of like, how do we get the goodness of the bean out of the cherry, out of the fruit? That's right. That's right. That's 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 the really importance of this subject. Right. Is you say you could go badly wrong or mm. you could go really right. You could do such a good job that right. you, you could save a few things that perhaps was done a little wrong. The perhaps they picked a few overread ones, and mm. but through the process, you just tweaked a little enough to make it actually, oh, this is tasting good now. It's like working with audio. You can tweak the EQ of it to make it Ooh. to balance out the sound a little bit. You can never, you know, you always have a product you start with, but you can try and balance you it. Can, yeah. Now, do you remember yes. uh, a game called Pass the Parcel? I I do, I do, but I'm not sure where this is going, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, track with me for a second here. I think of like the processing portion of coffee, mm. kind of like pass the parcel. Mm. If you haven't played pass the parcel, essentially you have a gift at the center of multiple layers of wrapping. Ooh, I like this. Really. But like the multiple layers, you don't know how many there are. So that might be different to coffee. We know how many layers of mm-hmm, coffee mm-hmm. there are. Um, but you basically, there's a. it's kind of like a mixture of opening presents and uh, uh, musical chairs. Mm-hmm. And you pass the this package to someone, they open up one layer, mm. and then they pass it on to the next person. Or, no, sorry, you. Pa- I'm, I'm so wrong. You pass the package to someone, I pass yes. it to you, yes. you get it, and whenever the timer stops, That's right. whoever has it can open one layer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is less like coffee than I was hoping, but... <laughs> But yeah, we'll go with it. We'll go. With it. So you you know you slowly pull apart those layers. Mm-hmm. But if you rip and tear and rip and oh, tear, you my. might end up actually ruining what the gift is in the inside of it. Mm-hmm. So there's that you have to go through the actual process 
the way the game is designed, the way that these processes, the processes mm-hmm. or processes are designed to work in order to capture the flavor that that process can from the bean. Hmm. That was a, that was a, that was a long detour. It was a scenic route. <laughs> I, are you telling me that we need some music and as we process coffee, that'll, yeah, and we can just stop the music and start the music and it'll help? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, I think what you're saying there is, is, you know, the bottom line, yeah, that's not a bad illustration actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it's, and I think, I guess the, the point is this is a crucial step before the barista even gets a hold of it, before the roaster gets a hold mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm. This is, this is kind of our second place after getting from the tree, growing the tree. We're getting to the point where we can affect the flavor and we need to watch what we're doing. Mm. And there are multiple ways to process that. And, you know, today we're talking obviously about the, the, the dry process. I, I, I'm liking this illustration more now as I think about what you just said. Yeah. And when you wrap those parcels, that, that present, with yeah. you wrap it up, you can have thick, thick hard paper. You can have tissue paper as you yeah. wrap it up. Yeah. Which means, though, as you take that layer off, you can be a little harsher or you can need to be a lot more delicate. It may take a, it may have a whole lot of sellotape on that and it's going to take much longer to get that off, yeah. that layer off. And and this is where I like this in terms of, of, of with the coffee cherry, uh-huh. it's got, as you're saying, lots of layers, but there's different ways to get those layers off. And you could, you could rip, as you're saying, and it, some are going to come off really easily. Others are just going to take a long time. Just to, we'll probably should finish on this illustration. Yes, this may, is, maybe taking too far, but I was just going to say, could, you know, we could just we could have a whole new podcast. I think we could. I'm game stuff. Those different layers, right? You could just throw them away and discard them in that way, or you could use them to recycle. That's a better way to look at and, it. Yeah. And though some of those layers, and that's what a lot of farmers do, they take some of those parts to use as, as fuel mm. to heat up to dry the bean. Yeah. Some take it the cascara, and they can sell that as well and you can you can go to some coffee shops and have a have some a cascara um which is part of the outer uh, shell of the yeah. of the coffee but just to give you a good rundown of six of the most major one most major six major ones that we found or that we have well i changed it a bit on your read you changed it oh you can't change things on oh, me i'm sorry mate <laughs> <laughs> well i'll let you go through it then you change oh, okay it, here we we're talking about the dry, right? We are, yep. Which also can be called natural, and that's why we've been. It's a natural process. Nothing's changed Nothing, so far. No, no. There you go. <laughs> Nothing's. And then we've got the wet, okay, and yeah. That, or it can be called washed, washed because there's water that washes the the mucilage off, right? You've got another one called pulped natural. Oh. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where they they take the skin off, and we're going to talk about this at one stage, mm. and how they get leave the mucilage on there. Hmm. And in that one, it could also be called honey, which has a whole of subsections: the right. honey coffee, or I'm not sure how to say it, mealy, M I E L. It's the same sort huh. of thing, but just slight, very technical differences, a little variation. Yeah. And are you about to say the last one that I like? I've got three on the last one. Oh, you've got three. Bring well, it on. You sat that- though. No, I want you to say it. I like the way you said oh, it. Oh, Gilling Basha. Oh, oh my. Oh, you like that, do Gilling you? Basha. Oh, my. <laughs> Gilling Basha. I'm feeling Gilla Basha. <laughs> oh, man, how was today? I was like, Gilling Basha. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope for Christmas I'm going to get a Gilling Basha. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I've got a Gilling Basha. <laughs> or that can be also called Wet Hull, which obviously doesn't sound as good. Not as fun <laughs> no. at all. Or it could be called Semi Washed. Uh, so there's, you know, there's all you these. You could call it those. You could, you but could. You should call it 
yeah. Bush. I believe in yeah, in Sumatra and Sulawesi. That's what they call it, and uh, it's mm. a, got a good ring to it. Name it's it. it's definitely got a potent. Uh, yeah, it's got a good name. But the, the, just those are kind of an overview. We'll go through some of those yeah. other other mm-hmm. other episodes. But the dry process. Yes. Now that we've noodled around for a while, mm-hmm. let's get into how do we get the goodness out of the bean using the dry process. Mm-hmm. So there's mm-hmm. there's there's multiple steps um, to get the bean ready, for, roast ready. Yes. You know, there, there's it doesn't just pop out of the cherry. Um. What's the first? What's the first step of getting that bean ready? Well, um, in the natural process, the first thing I guess is, as in all the processes, you pick the. I fruit. was going to say other processes don't they don't pick the cherry? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they, you said all, so that's I, good. I, I <laughs> good. They do, they do, and you pick that cherry off. And we've seen this before, but is I'm it gonna... hand picked or is it mechanically picked? Both. Brazil does a lot of a machine because it's flat and the, the you know there's, there's mm. room to move the machines up. Whereas in Peru and other which, which is interesting because machines may not be able to tell the difference between a ripe cherry and an unripe. They cherry. They may not. I but... think the argument against that would be they would, uh, I guess, say rattle. The, 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 the ripe lead. ones would or should fall off. They should and... fall off. Now others don't, and so they're, they're perfecting that, and it's not too bad, yeah. I believe. But if you're picking it by hand, which probably most of the world does, right, right. Um, and it's 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 available to be picked. When I say that, it's not you know you're not sort of suspended from ropes trying to get get coffee because <laughs> trees like a get that. Act that's right, they get that big. <laughs> but you pick the coffee off, and that is the first part of all the processes that mm. that you're picking a, a ripe one, unripe or overripe. Well, and and it's interesting because. The almost like the processing starts before it even gets picked. Exactly. Because if you do pick an unripe one, obviously that's going to have its own flavor set that comes with it. Mm-hmm. But if you pick one that's overripe, mm-hmm. you know, it's already started its own fermentation process mm-hmm. possibly. And so there's stuff that's going on that, that you don't necessarily have control over. Mm-hmm. And again, that might be one bean in a thousand or something, but there's still that potential. I think you'd be surprised that one bean in a thousand, just how potent that can be right well and especially once it's ground up you know mm-hmm. it could ruin an entire cup of coffee mm-hmm. or an you know depending on how large you're brewing that it could ruin quite a bit yep yep so there is an importance of picking it but then the actual bean is almost like its own little incubator with the cherry and everything there. that's right so you've picked that and as you say you've got those layers and the the, the right one in the middle there is the seed that's usually in two halves mm-hmm. that's what you're after right but you've picked it off, and at the moment, it's in that package. It's in that that package is all wrapped up with a whole lot of layers. Mm-hmm. So you've picked. In this case, you're 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 actually being very particular about what the outer wrapping is, if you would put it that way. The paper right. is because you want it to be a certain color, which is going to relate to the genetics of the bean itself. Right. You're going to know if it's ripe um, or unripe or overripe. Mm. So you're going to pick that one, and you, it's in your hand now, and uh, you then. Are going to put it into a bucket or a sack or something to to hold it in your apron, whatever it may be. Fanny pack. Yep. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it might take a while to pick stuff. <laughs> and uh, it goes into that uh, particular um, container as such. 
That's the first thing you're going to do. Right, so you've got just a, gathering you, the quantity of your You've got a fruit. bucket of this fruit now, which doesn't actually, if you're a picker, it's probably not going to, you're not going to get a lot of money for that, but that's mm. another, another podcast. We keep saying <laughs> that's that. another, yeah. So you get the coffee picked. You make sure that the coffee is the right coffee that you're mm-hmm. picking. You mm-hmm. make sure that what you're picking is not, you know, overripe all those, all those pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, you gather it all together. And then what's the, what, so once we've got all yes. the, well, I guess we don't have beans at that point. We have fruit. You have the fruit. They have the cherry, the coffee cherry. Yep. Right. What so, do we do? What's our next step in that? In that, like, I've got my, I've got my, my fanny well, pack full of cherries. Right. What do I do? We don't think of it, but, but some places you've got a long trek now to get that bucket of coffee, those cherries. Yeah. To somewhere that's going to start this process that we're talking about. Well, we were talking to Mike and Emily McIntyre, and they talked about driving in jeeps to a certain point, and then they had to get on donkeys mm-hmm. because it was too steep and yep. too muddy. Yep. To get to a plantation where there was a bunch of, co- I mean, like. Yeah, it, it's just the transport. We don't think we think of just the oh, there's a road and you just put over there and you get on the train. UPS, yeah, and UPS, there, there you go. <laughs> but uh, no, there's there's a whole process in getting it. You know, physical thing happens. Well, and there's so much that could happen in that part of it. Oh dear. Yeah, you're right. I mean, in the transportation of it, we could have something in the air. We could have mm-hmm. something. It could be transported with other things. It could be <sighs> bananas. Oh, my goodness. That's right. Or it could be just a really humid day and they the, they can't get as far as they want on that day. And suddenly you've got fermentation you are talking about before. And suddenly things get ruined. There's almost like it's almost like a time timer starts. Yeah, it, it is. That's a very good point. And you need to keep yeah. moving. And it's hard to know when that timer starts. Does it start when the coffee plant was planted? You know, like, mm. but it's like almost once you've picked that picked right it, cherry. You've started the timer, definitely. Right. You've you've pulled the pin mm-hmm. and you've got a, a little bit of a, you know, a yep. window that you yep. need to be within. Yes. So once they've picked it, they then are going to sort it potentially. Well, that's right. And you they will because when you pick it, no matter, because it's on a tree. Right. You're going to get some pick up on the conversation next week when we continue to talk about processing and dig deeper into the dry process. 